The following program is brought to you by the Radio Talking Book Service in Omaha, Nebraska. It is intended solely for blind, visually impaired, and print-disabled persons. This is a reading of the first part of the actual text of the indictment filed in Fulton Superior Court in the case of the State of Georgia versus Donald John Trump, Rudolph William Louis Giuliani, John Charles Eastman, Mark Randall Meadows, Kenneth John Cheesebro, Jeffrey Bossard Clark, Jenna Lynn Ellis, Ray Stalling Smith III, Robert David Cheeley, Michael A. Roman, David James Schaefer, Sean Micah Tresher Still, Stephen Cliffgard Lee, Harrison William Prescott Floyd, Trevian C. Cootie, Sidney Catherine Powell, Kathleen Alston Latham, Scott Graham Hall, and Misty Hampton, also known as Misty Hayes. The indictment is broken into two sections because of its length. The first file covers count one of 41 counts alleged in the indictment and covers the first 68 pages of the 98-page indictment. Count one alleges a violation of the Georgia Racketeer-Influenced and Corrupt Organization Act and identifies 161 acts supporting the charge. Indictment, Fulton Superior Court The State of Georgia versus Donald John Trump Rudolph William Louis Giuliani, John Charles Eastman, Mark Randall Meadows, Kenneth John Cheesebro, Jeffrey Bossert Clark, Jenna Lynn Ellis, Ray Stallings Smith III, Robert David Cheeley, Michael A. Roman, David James Schaefer, Sean Micah Thresher Still, Stephen Cliffgard Lee, Harrison William Prescott Floyd, Trevian C. Cootie, Sidney Catherine Powell, Catherine Alston Latham, Scott Graham Hall, and Misty Hampton, also known as Emily Misty Hayes. These individuals are indicted on one of the following 41 charges. Violation of the Georgia RICO Racketeer-Influenced and Corrupt Organization Act, Solicitation of Violation of Oath of Public Officer, False Statements and Writings, False Statements and Writings, Solicitation of Violation of Oath by Public Officer, Solicitation of Violation of Oath by Public Officer, False Statements and Writings, Impersonating a Public Officer, Conspiracy to commit impersonating a public officer. Forgery in the first degree. Conspiracy to commit forgery in the first degree. False statements and writings. Conspiracy to commit false statements and writings. Criminal attempt to commit filing false documents. Conspiracy to commit filing false documents. Forgery in the first degree. Conspiracy to commit forgery in the first degree. False statements and writings. Conspiracy to commit false statements and writings. Criminal attempt to commit influencing witnesses. Criminal attempt to commit influencing witnesses. Criminal attempt to commit false statements and writings. Solicitation of violation of oath by public officer. False statements and writings. False statements and writings. False statements and writings. Filing false documents. Solicitation of violation of oath by public officer. False statements and writings. Conspiracy to commit solicitation of false statements and writings. Influencing witnesses. 
Conspiracy to commit election fraud. Conspiracy to commit election fraud. Conspiracy to commit computer theft. Conspiracy to commit computer trespass. Conspiracy to commit computer invasion of privacy. Conspiracy to defraud the state. Solicitation of violation of oath by public officer. False statements and writings. False statements and writings. In perjury. True bill. Signed. August 14, 2023, by the grand jury foreperson, Fanny T. Willis, District Attorney. The defendant waives copy of indictment, list of witnesses, formal arraignment, and pleads blank guilty. Signed by a defendant, attorney for defendant, assistant district attorney, this blank day of blank. There are 19 copies of this form, allowing each of the individuals indicted to plead guilty or not guilty. State of Georgia, County of Fulton, in the Superior Court of said county, the grand jurors selected, chosen, and sworn for the County of Fulton to wit, Robert Wells, four-person, Ashley Melvin, assistant four-person, Julia DeCredo, assistant secretary, Earl Arnold, Danielle Brown, Carol Dick, Kathy Gold, Willis Hardy, Brenda Hart, Antoinette Hudson, Il Un, Max Mortensen, Gregory Petrella, Jennifer Price, George Pringle, Paven Pulbardi, Frenin Sharif, Emma St. John, Vladimir Chakarov, Cedric Trice, Esther Odoji, Marcus Welburn, and Kathleen Chen. Table of Contents, Count 1. Violation of the Georgia RICO, the Racketeer-Influenced and Corrupt Organizations Act. Count 2. Solicitation of violation of oath by public officer. Count 3. False statements and writings. Count 4. False statements and writings. Count 5. Solicitation of violation of oath by public officer. Count 6. Solicitation of violation of oath by public officer. Count 7. False statements and writings. Count 8. Impersonating a public officer. Count 9. Conspiracy to commit impersonating a public officer. Count 10. Forgery in the first degree. Count 11. Conspiracy to commit forgery in the first degree. Count 12. False statements and writings. Count 13. Conspiracy to commit false statements and writings. Count 14. Criminal attempt to commit filing false documents. Count 15. Conspiracy to commit filing false documents. Count 16. Forgery in the first degree. Count 17. Conspiracy to commit forgery in the first degree. Count 18. False statements and writings. Count 19. Conspiracy to commit false statements and writings. Count 20. Criminal attempt to commit influencing witnesses. Count 21. Criminal attempt to commit influencing witnesses. Count 22. Criminal attempt to commit false statements and writings. Count 23. Solicitation of violation of oath by public officer. Count 24. False statements and writings. Count 25. False statements and writings. Count 26. False statements and writings. Count 27. Filing false documents. Count 28. Solicitation of violation of oath by public officer. Count 29. False statements and writings.
Count 30. Conspiracy to commit solicitation of false statements and writings. Count 31. Influencing witnesses. Count 32. Conspiracy to commit election fraud. Count 33. Conspiracy to commit election fraud. Count 34. Conspiracy to commit computer theft. Count 35. Conspiracy to commit computer trespass. Count 36. Conspiracy to commit computer invasion of privacy. Count 37. Conspiracy to defraud the state. Count 38. Solicitation of violation of oath by public officer. Count 39. False statements and writings. Count 40. False statements and writings. Count 41. Perjury. Count 1 of 41. The grand jurors aforementioned in the name and behalf of the citizens of Georgia do hereby charge and accuse Donald John Trump, Rudolph William Lewis Giuliani, John Charles Eastman, Mark Randall Meadows, Kenneth John Cheesebro, Jeffrey Bossard Clark, Jenna Lynn Ellis, Ray Stallings Smith III, Robert David Cheeley, Michael A. Roman, David James Schaefer, Sean Micah Thresher Still, Stephen Cliffgard Lee, Harrison William Prescott Floyd, Trevion C. Cooty, Sidney Catherine Powell, Kathleen Alton Latham, Scott Graham Hall, and Misty Hampton, with the offense a violation of the Georgia RICO Racketeer Influenced and Corrupt Organizations Act, for the said accused, individually and as persons concerned in the commission of a crime, and together with unindicted co-conspirators in the state of Georgia and County of Fulton, on and between the fourth day of November 2020 and the fifteenth day of September 2022, while associated with an enterprise unlawfully conspired and endeavored to conduct and participate in, directly and indirectly, such enterprise through a pattern of racketeering activity in violation of OCGA Section 16-14-4B, as described below and incorporated by reference as if fully set forth herein, contrary to the laws of said state, the good order, peace, and dignity thereof. Introduction Defendant Donald John Trump lost the United States presidential election held on November 3, 2020. One of the states he lost was Georgia. Trump and the other defendants charged in this indictment refused to accept that Trump lost, and they knowingly and willfully joined a conspiracy to unlawfully change the outcome of the election in favor of Trump. That conspiracy contained a common plan and purpose to commit two or more acts of racketeering activity in Fulton County, Georgia, elsewhere in the state of Georgia, and in other states. The Enterprise At all times relevant to this count of the indictment, the defendant, as well as others not named as defendants, unlawfully conspired and endeavored to conduct and participate in a criminal enterprise in Fulton County, Georgia, and elsewhere. Defendants Donald John Trump, Rudolph William Lewis Giuliani, John Charles Eastman, Mark Randall Meadows, Kenneth John Cheesebro, Jeffrey Bossert Clark, Jenna Lynn Ellis, Ray Stallings Smith III, Robert David Cheeley, Michael A. Roman, David James Schaefer, 
Sean Micah Thresher Still, Stephen Cliffgard Lee, Harrison William Prescott Floyd, Trevion C. Cootie, Sidney Catherine Powell, Kathleen Alston Latham, Scott Graham Hall, Misty Hampton, Unindicted Co-Conspirators, Individual 1 through Individual 30, and others known and unknown to the grand jury, constituted a criminal organization whose members and associates engaged in various related criminal activities, including but not limited to false statements and writings, impersonating a public officer, forgery, filing false documents, influencing witnesses, computer theft, computer trespass, computer invasion of privacy, conspiracy to defraud the state, acts involving theft, and perjury. The criminal organization constituted an enterprise, as that term is defined at OCGA Section 16-14-3, subparagraph 3. That is, a group of individuals associated in fact. The defendants and other members and associates of the enterprise had connections and relations with one another and with the enterprise. The enterprise constituted an ongoing organization whose members and associates functioned as a continuing unit for a common purpose of achieving the objectives of the enterprise. The enterprise operated in Fulton County, Georgia, elsewhere in the state of Georgia, in other states including but not limited to Arizona, Michigan, Nevada, New Mexico, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin, and in the District of Columbia. The enterprise operated for a period of time sufficient to permit its members and associates to pursue its objectives. Manner and Methods of the Enterprise The manner and methods used by the defendants and other members and associates of the enterprise to further the goals of the enterprise and to achieve its purposes included but were not limited to the following. 1. False statements to and solicitation of state legislatures. Members of the enterprise, including several of the defendants, appeared at hearings in Fulton County, Georgia, before members of the Georgia General Assembly on December 3, 2020, December 10, 2020, and December 30, 2020. At these hearings, members of the enterprise made false statements concerning fraud in the November 3, 2020 presidential election. The purpose of these false statements was to persuade legislators to reject lawful electoral votes cast by the duly elected and qualified presidential electors from Georgia. Members of the enterprise corruptly solicited Georgia legislators instead to unlawfully appoint their own presidential electors for the purpose of casting electoral votes for Donald Trump. Members of the enterprise also made false statements to state legislators during hearings and meetings in Arizona, Michigan, and Pennsylvania in November and December 2020 to persuade legislators in those states to unlawfully appoint their own presidential electors. 2. False statements to and solicitation of high-ranking state officials Members of the enterprise, including several of the defendants, made false statements in Fulton County and elsewhere in the state of Georgia to Georgia officials, including the governor, the secretary of state, 
and the Speaker of the House of Representatives. Members of the enterprise also corruptly solicited Georgia officials, including the Secretary of State and the Speaker of the House of Representatives, to violate their oaths to the Georgia Constitution and to the United States Constitution by unlawfully changing the outcome of the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia in favor of Donald Trump. Members of the enterprise also made false statements to and solicited state officials in Arizona, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. 3. Creation and Distribution of False Electoral College Documents Members of the enterprise, including several of the defendants, created false electoral college documents and recruited individuals to convene and cast false electoral college votes at the Georgia State Capitol in Fulton County on December 14, 2020. After the false electoral college votes were cast, members of the enterprise transmitted the votes to the President of the United States Senate, the Archivist of the United States, the Georgia Secretary of State, and the Chief Judge of the United States District Court for the Northern District of Georgia. The false documents were intended to disrupt and delay the joint session of Congress on January 6, 2021, in order to unlawfully change the outcome of the November 3, 2020 presidential election in favor of Donald Trump. Similar schemes were executed by members of the enterprise in Arizona, Michigan, Nevada, New Mexico, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. 4. Harassment and Intimidation of Fulton County Election Worker Ruby Freeman Members of the enterprise, including several of the defendants, falsely accused Fulton County Election Worker Ruby Freeman of committing election crimes in Fulton County, Georgia. These false accusations were repeated to Georgia legislators and other Georgia officials in an effort to persuade them to unlawfully change the outcome of the November 3, 2020 presidential election in favor of Donald Trump. In furtherance of this scheme, members of the enterprise traveled from out of state to harass Freeman, intimidate her, and solicit her to falsely confess to election crimes that she did not commit. 5. Solicitation of High-Ranking United States Department of Justice Officials Members of the enterprise, including several of the defendants, corruptly solicited high-ranking United States Department of Justice officials to make false statements to government officials in Fulton County, Georgia, including the Governor, the Speaker of the House of Representatives, and the President pro temp of the Senate. In one instance, Donald Trump stated to the acting United States Attorney General, Just say that the election was corrupt and leave the rest to me and the Republican congressman. 6. Solicitation of the Vice President of the United States Members of the enterprise, including several of the defendants, corruptly solicited the Vice President of the United States to violate the United States Constitution and the federal law by unlawfully rejecting electoral college votes cast in Fulton County, Georgia, by the duly elected and qualified presidential electors from Georgia. Members of the enterprise also corruptly solicited the vice president to reject votes cast by the duly elected and qualified presidential electors from several other states. 7. Unlawful Breach of Election Equipment in Georgia and Elsewhere 
Members of the enterprise, including several of the defendants, corruptly conspired in Fulton County, Georgia, and elsewhere to unlawfully access secure voting equipment and voter data. In Georgia, members of the enterprise stole data, including ballot images, voting equipment software, and personal voter information. Stolen data was then distributed to other members of the enterprise, including members in other states. 8. Obstructive Acts in Furtherance of the Conspiracy in the Cover-Up Members of the enterprise, including several of the defendants, filed false documents, made false statements to government investigators, and committed perjury in judicial proceedings in Fulton County, Georgia, and elsewhere in furtherance of and to cover up the conspiracy. Acts of Racketeering Activity and Overt Acts in Furtherance of the Conspiracy As part of and on behalf of the criminal enterprise detailed above, the defendants and other members and associates of the enterprise committed overt acts to affect the objectives of the enterprise, including, but not limited to, Act 1. On or about the fourth day of November 2020, Donald John Trump made a nationally televised speech falsely declaring victory in the 2020 presidential election. Approximately four days earlier, on or about October 31, 2020, Donald John Trump discussed a draft speech with unindicted co-conspirator Individual One, whose identity is known to the grand jury, that falsely declared victory and falsely claimed voter fraud. The speech was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 2. On or about the 15th day of November 2020, Rudolph William Louis Giuliani placed a telephone call to unindicted co-conspirator Individual 2, whose identity is known to the grand jury, and left an approximately 83-second-long voicemail message for unindicted co-conspirator Individual 2, making statements concerning fraud in the November 3, 2020 election in Fulton County, Georgia. This telephone call was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 3. On or about the 19th day of November 2020, Rudolph William Louis Giuliani, Jenna Lynn Ellis, Sidney Catherine Powell, and unindicted co-conspirator Individual 3, whose identity is known to the grand jury, appeared at a press conference at the Republican National Committee headquarters on behalf of Donald John Trump and Donald J. Trump for President, Incorporated also known as the Trump campaign, and made false statements concerning fraud in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia and elsewhere. These were overt acts in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 4. On or about the 20th day of November 2020, David James Schaefer sent an email to unindicted co-conspirator Individual 4, whose identity is known to the grand jury, and other individuals. In the email, David James Schaefer stated that Scott Graham Hall, a Georgia bail bondsman, has been looking into the election on behalf of the president at the request of David Bossie, and asked unindicted co-conspirator Individual 4 to exchange contact information with Scott Graham Hall and to, quote, help him as needed, period, end quote. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 5. 
On or about the 20th day of November 2020, Donald John Trump and Mark Randall Meadows met with Majority Leader of the Michigan Senate, Michael Shirky, Speaker of the Michigan House of Representatives, Lee Chatfield, and other Michigan legislators in the Oval Office at the White House, and Donald John Trump made false statements concerning fraud in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Michigan. Rudolph William Lewis Giuliani joined the meeting by telephone. This meeting was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 6. On or about the 21st day of November 2020, Mark Randall Meadows sent a text message to United States Representative Scott Perry from Pennsylvania and stated, quote, Can you send me the number for the Speaker and the Leader of PA Legislature? POTUS wants to chat with them. Close quote. This is an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 7. On or about the 22nd day of November 2020, Donald John Trump and Rudolph William Louis Giuliani placed a telephone call to Speaker of the Arizona House of Representatives, Russell or Rusty Bowers. During the telephone call, Rudolph William Louis Giuliani made false statements concerning fraud in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Arizona and solicited, requested, and importuned Bowers to unlawfully appoint presidential electors from Arizona. Bowers declined and later testified to the United States House of Representatives Select Committee to investigate the January 6th attack on the United States Capitol that he told Donald John Trump, quote, I would not break my oath, close quote. The false statements and solicitations were overt acts in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 8. On or about the 25th day of November 2020, Rudolph William Louis Giuliani and Jenna Lynn Ellis appeared, spoke, and presented witnesses at a meeting of Pennsylvania legislators in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. During the meeting, Rudolph William Louis Giuliani made false statements concerning fraud in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Pennsylvania and solicited, requested, and importuned the Pennsylvania legislators present at the meeting to unlawfully appoint presidential electors from Pennsylvania. During the meeting, Jenna Lynn Ellis solicited, requested, and importuned the Pennsylvania legislators present at the meeting to unlawfully appoint presidential electors from Pennsylvania. Donald John Trump joined the meeting by telephone, made false statements concerning fraud in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Pennsylvania, and solicited, requested, and importuned the Pennsylvania legislators present at the meeting to unlawfully appoint presidential electors from Pennsylvania. These were overt acts in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 9. On or about the 25th day of November 2020, immediately after the meeting of Pennsylvania legislators in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, where Rudolph William Louis Giuliani and Jenna Lynn Ellis appeared, spoke, and presented witnesses, Donald John Trump invited a group of the Pennsylvania legislators and others to meet with him at the White House. Later that day, Donald John Trump, Mark Randall Meadows, Rudolph William Louis Giuliani, 
Jenna Lynn Ellis and unsolicited co-conspirators Individual 5 and Individual 6, whose identities are known to the grand jury, met with a group of Pennsylvania legislators at the White House and discussed holding a special session of the Pennsylvania General Assembly. These were overt acts in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 10. On or about the 26th day of November 2020, Rudolph William Louis Giuliani and Jenna Lynn Ellis placed a telephone call to Speaker of the Pennsylvania House of Representatives, Brian Cutler, and left Cutler a voicemail message for the purpose of soliciting, requesting, and importuning him to unlawfully appoint presidential electors from Pennsylvania. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 11. On or about the 26th day of November 2020, Rudolph William Louis Giuliani placed a telephone call to President Pro Temp of the Pennsylvania Senate, Jacob or Jake Corman, for the purpose of soliciting, requesting, and importuning Corman to unlawfully appoint presidential electors from Pennsylvania. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 12. On or about the 27th day of November 2020, Rudolph William Louis Giuliani and Jenna Lynn Ellis placed a telephone call to Speaker of the Pennsylvania House of Representatives, Brian Cutler, and left Cutler a voicemail message for the purpose of soliciting, requesting, and importuning him to unlawfully appoint presidential electors from Pennsylvania. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 12. On or about the 27th day of November 2020, Rudolph William Louis Giuliani and Jenna Lynn Ellis placed a telephone call to President Pro Tem of the Pennsylvania Senate, Jake Corman, for the purpose of soliciting, requesting, and importuning Corman to unlawfully appoint presidential electors from Pennsylvania. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 14. Act 13 is not listed. Perhaps a numbering problem. On or about the 27th day of November 2020, Donald John Trump placed a telephone call to President Pro Tem of the Pennsylvania Senate, Jake Corman, for the purpose of soliciting, requesting, and importuning Corman to unlawfully appoint presidential electors from Pennsylvania. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 15. On or about the 28th day of November 2020, Rudolph William Louis Giuliani placed a telephone call to Speaker of the Pennsylvania House of Representatives, Brian Cutler, and left Cutler a voicemail message for the purpose of soliciting, requesting, and importuning him to unlawfully appoint presidential electors from Pennsylvania. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 16. On or about the 29th day of November 2020, Rudolph William Louis Giuliani placed a telephone call to Speaker of the House of Representatives, Brian Cutler, and left Cutler a voicemail message for the purpose of soliciting, requesting, and importuning him to unlawfully appoint presidential electors from Pennsylvania. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 17. On or about the 30th day of November 2020, Rudolph William Louis Giuliani and Jenna Lynn Ellis appeared, spoke, and presented witnesses at a meeting of Arizona legislators in Phoenix, Arizona. 
Unindicted co-conspirators, Individual 5 and Individual 6, whose identities are known to the grand jury, were also present. During the meeting, Rudolph William Louis Giuliani made false statements concerning fraud in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Arizona and solicited, requested, and importuned the Arizona legislators present at the meeting to unlawfully appoint presidential electors from Arizona. During the meeting, Jenna Lynn Ellis solicited, requested, and importuned the Arizona legislators present at the meeting to unlawfully appoint presidential electors from Arizona. Donald John Trump joined the meeting by telephone and made false statements concerning fraud in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Arizona. These were overt acts in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 18 on or about the 30th day of November 2020, Michael A. Roman instructed, unindicted, co-conspirator, Individual 7, whose identity is known to the grand jury, to coordinate with individuals associated with the Trump campaign to contact state legislators in Georgia and elsewhere on behalf of Donald John Trump and to encourage them to unlawfully appoint presidential electors from their respective states. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 19 on or between the first day of December 2020 and the 31st day of December 2020, Donald John Trump and Mark Randall Meadows met with John McEntee and requested that McEntee prepare a memorandum outlining a strategy for disrupting and delaying the joint session of Congress on January 6, 2021 the day prescribed by law for counting votes cast by the duly elected and qualified presidential electors from Georgia and the other states. The strategy included having Vice President Michael R. Mike Pence count only half of the electoral votes from certain states and then return the remaining electoral votes to state legislatures. The request was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 20 on or about the first day of December 2020, Rudolph William Louis Giuliani and Jenna Lynn Ellis met with the Speaker of the Arizona House of Representatives, Rusty Bowers, President of the Arizona Senate, Karen Fan, and other Arizona legislators in Phoenix, Arizona. Unindicted co-conspirator Individual 5, whose identity is known to the grand jury, was also present. During the meeting, Rudolph William Louis Giuliani made false statements concerning fraud in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Arizona and solicited, requested, and importuned the legislatures present to call a special session of the Arizona State Legislature. These were overt acts in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 21 On or about the second day of December, 2020, Rudolph William Louis Giuliani and Jenna Lynn Ellis appeared, spoke, and presented witnesses at a meeting of the Michigan House of Representatives Oversight Committee. During the meeting, Rudolph William Louis Giuliani made false statements concerning fraud in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Michigan and solicited, requested, and importuned the Michigan legislators present at the meeting to unlawfully appoint presidential electors from Michigan. During the meeting, Jenna Lynn Ellis solicited, requested, and importuned the Michigan legislators present at the meeting to unlawfully appoint presidential electors from Michigan. 
These were overt acts in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 22. On or about the third day of December 2020, Donald John Trump caused to be tweeted from the Twitter account at Real Donald Trump, open quote, Georgia hearings now on at OANN. Amazing! Exclamation point, close quote. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 23. On or about the third day of December 2020, Rudolph William Louis Giuliani, John Charles Eastman, Jenna Lynn Ellis, and Ray Stallings Smith III committed the felony offense of solicitation of violation of oath by public officer in violation of OCGA sections 16-4-7 and 16-10-1 in Fulton County, Georgia, by unlawfully soliciting, requesting, and importuning certain public officers, then serving as elected members of the Georgia Senate and present at a Senate Judiciary Subcommittee meeting, including unindicted co-conspirator Individual 8, whose identity is known to the grand jury, Senators Lee Anderson, Brandon Beach, Matt Brass, Greg Dolezal, Steve Gooch, Tyler Harper, Bill Heath, Jan Jordan, John F. Kennedy, William Ligon, Elena Parent, Michael Rett, Cardin Summers, and Blake Tillery to engage in conduct constituting the felony offense of violation of oath by public officer. OCGA Section 16-10-1, by unlawfully appointing presidential electors from Georgia in willful and intentional violation of the terms of the oath of said persons as prescribed by law, with intent that said persons engage in said conduct. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 24. On or about the third day of December 2020, Rudolph William Louis Giuliani committed the felony offense of false statements and writings in violation of OCGA Section 16-10-20 in Fulton County, Georgia, by knowingly, willfully, and unlawfully making at least one of the following false statements and representations to members of the Georgia Senate present at a Senate Judiciary Subcommittee meeting. 1. That at least 96,600 mail-in ballots were counted in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia, despite there being no record of those ballots having been returned to a county elections office. 2. That Dominion voting systems equipment used in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Antrim County, Michigan, mistakenly recorded 6,000 votes for Joseph R. Biden when the votes were actually cast for Donald John Trump. Said statements, being within the jurisdiction of the Office of the Georgia Secretary of State and the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, Departments and Agencies of State Government, and County and City Law Enforcement Agencies, this was an act of racketeering activity under OCGA Section 16-14-3, subparagraph 5A, Roman numeral 22 and an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 25. 
On or about the third day of December 2020, Ray Stallings Smith III committed the felony offense of false statements and writings in violation of OCGA Section 16-10-20 in Fulton County, Georgia, by knowingly, willfully, and unlawfully making at least one of the following false statements and representations to members of the Georgia Senate present at a Senate Judiciary Subcommittee meeting. 1. That 2,506 felons voted illegally in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia. 2. That 66,248 Underage people illegally registered to vote before their 17th birthday prior to the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia. 3. That at least 2,423 people voted in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia who were not listed as registered to vote. 4. That 1,043 people voted in the November 3 presidential election who had illegally registered to vote using a post office box. 5. That 10,315 or more dead people voted in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia. 6. That Fulton County election workers at State Farm Arena ordered poll watchers and members of the media to leave the tabulation area on the night of November 3, 2020, and continued to operate after ordering everyone to leave. Said statements being within the jurisdiction of the Office of the Georgia Secretary of State and the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, Departments and Agencies of State Government, and County and City Law Enforcement Agencies. This was an act of racketeering activity under OCGA Section 16-14-3, Section 5A, Roman numeral 22, and an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 26. On or about the third day of December 2020, Donald John Trump caused to be tweeted from the Twitter account at RealDonaldTrump, open quote, wow, exclamation point. Blockbuster testimony taking place right now in Georgia. Ballot stuffing by Dems when Republicans were forced to leave the large counting room. Plenty more coming, but this alone leads to an easy win of the state! Exclamation point, close quote. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 27. On or about the third day of December 2020, Donald John Trump caused to be tweeted from the Twitter account at real Donald Trump, open quote, People in Georgia got caught cold, bringing in massive numbers of ballots and putting them in voting machines. Great job! At Brian Kemp, G.A. Exclamation point, close quote. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 28. On or about the third day of December 2020, Donald John Trump met with the Speaker of the Pennsylvania House of Representatives, Brian Cutler, in the Oval Office at the White House and discussed holding a special session of the Pennsylvania General Assembly. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 29. On or between the third day of December 2020 and the 26th day of December 2020, Rudolph William Lewis Giuliani placed a telephone call to President Pro Tem of the Georgia Senate, Cecil Terrell Butch Miller, 
for the purpose of making false statements concerning fraud in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 30. On or between the third day of December 2020 and the 26th day of December 2020, Donald John Trump placed a telephone call to President Pro Tem of the Georgia Senate, Butch Miller. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 31. On or about the fifth day of December 2020, Donald John Trump placed a telephone call to Georgia Governor Brian Kemp and solicited, requested, and importuned Kemp to call a special session of the Georgia General Assembly. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 32. On or about the sixth day of December 2020, Donald John Trump caused to be tweeted from the Twitter account at Real Donald Trump, open quote, Gee, what a surprise! Is anyone informed the so-called open parent says he has no power to do anything, exclamation point, close parent, governor at Brian Kemp G.A., and his puppet lieutenant governor at Jeff Duncan G.A., that they could easily solve this mess and win. Signature verification and call a special session. So easy! Exclamation point. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 33. On or about the 6th day of December 2020, Sidney Catherine Powell entered into a written engagement agreement with Sullivan Strickler, LLC, a forensic data firm located in Fulton County, Georgia, for the performance of computer forensic collections and analytics on Dominion voting system equipment in Michigan and elsewhere. The unlawful breach of election equipment in Coffee County, Georgia, was subsequently performed under this agreement. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 34. On or about the 6th day of December 2020, Robert David Cheeley sent an email to John Charles Eastman, unindicted co-conspirator Individual 8, whose identity is known to the grand jury, and Georgia Senator Brendan Beach that stated, open quote, I am working on setting up a call for you and the Speaker and the President pro tem tomorrow. I'm also making the leadership aware of the importance for Trump electors to meet on December 14. Please provide the citation to the requirements of the duties which they must comply with, period, close quote. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 35. On or about the 6th day of December 2020, John Charles Eastman sent an email to Robert David Cheeley unindicted co-conspirator Individual 8, whose identity is known to the grand jury, and Georgia Senator Brendan Beach that stated that the Trump presidential elector nominees in Georgia needed to meet on December 14, 2020, sign six sets of certificates of vote, and mail them, open quote, to the President of the Senate and to other officials, close quote. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 36. On or about the 6th day of December 2020, 
Robert David Cheeley sent an email to unindicted co-conspirator Individual 2, whose identity is known to the grand jury, that stated he had been speaking with John Charles Eastman and was attempting to set up a call with Speaker of the Georgia House of Representatives David Ralston and President Pro Tem of the Georgia Senate Butch Miller to encourage them to call a special session of the Georgia General Assembly. In the email, Robert David Cheeley stated, open quote, Professor Eastman told me tonight that it is critical, in bold type, that the 16 electors for President Trump meet next Monday in vote in accordance with Title III United States Code Section 7. Close quote. In the email, Robert David Cheeley further stated, open quote, I assume you can make sure this happens, period. Close quote. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 37. On or about the 7th day of December 2020, unindicted co-conspirator Individual 2, whose identity is known to the grand jury, sent an email to Robert David Cheeley and David James Schaefer that stated, open quote, Bob, can you get on a call with David Schaefer, state GOP chair, and I later this morning to discuss... David has been on top of a lot of efforts in the state. I get off of a board call around 10.30. Close quote. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 38. On or about the 7th day of December 2020, Rudolph William Louis Giuliani caused to be tweeted from the Twitter account at Rudy Giuliani, a retweet of unindicted co-conspirator Individual 8, whose identity is known to the grand jury, that stated, open quote, Georgia Patriot Call to Action, colon, Today is the day we need you to call your state senate and house reps and ask them to sign the petition for a special session. We must have free and fair elections in Georgia, and this is our only path to ensuring every legal vote is counted. At real Donald Trump, close quote. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 39. On or about the 7th day of December 2020, John Charles Eastman sent an email to Rudolph William Louis Giuliani with an attached memorandum titled, open quote, The Real Deadline for Settling a State's Electoral Votes, period, close quote. The body of the email stated, open quote, Here's the memo we discussed. Period. Close quote. The memorandum was written by Kenneth John Cheesebro to William R. Troupas, an attorney associated with the Trump campaign and advocates for the position that Trump presidential elector nominees in Wisconsin should meet and cast electoral votes for Donald John Trump on December 14, 2020, despite the fact that Donald John Trump lost the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Wisconsin. This email was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 40. On or about the 7th day of December 2020, Donald John Trump requested that Bill White, an individual associated with the Trump campaign, then residing in Fulton County, Georgia, provide him with certain information, including contact information for Majority Leader of the Senate, Mike Dugan, and President Pro Tem of the Georgia Senate, Butch Miller. 
The following day, White sent an email containing the requested information to Rudolph William Louis Giuliani, unindicted co-conspirator Individual 5, whose identity is known to the grand jury, and others. This request was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 41 On or about the 7th day of December 2020, Rudolph William Louis Giuliani placed a telephone call to Speaker of the Georgia House of Representatives David Ralston and discussed holding a special session of the Georgia General Assembly. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 42 On or about the 7th day of December 2020, Donald John Trump committed the felony offense of solicitation of violation of oath by public officer in violation of OCGA sections 16-4-7 and section 16-10-1 in Fulton County, Georgia, by unlawfully soliciting, requesting, and importuning Speaker of the Georgia House of Representatives David Ralston, a public officer, to engage in conduct constituting the felony offense of violation of oath by public officer, OCGA Section 16-10-1, by calling a special session of the Georgia General Assembly for the purpose of unlawfully appointing presidential electors from Georgia in willful and intentional violation of the terms of the oath of said person as prescribed by law, with intent that said person engage in said conduct. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 43 On or about the 8th day of December 2020, Donald John Trump placed a telephone call to Georgia Attorney General Chris Carr for the purpose of making false statements concerning fraud in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia and elsewhere. During the telephone call, Donald John Trump asked Carr not to discourage other state attorneys general from joining a federal lawsuit filed by the state of Texas contesting the administration of the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 44 On or about the 8th day of December 2020, Donald John Trump and John Charles Eastman placed a telephone call to Republican National Committee Chairwoman Rona McDaniel to request her assistance gathering certain individuals to meet and cast electoral votes for Donald John Trump on December 14, 2020, in certain states, despite the fact that Donald John Trump lost the November 3, 2020 presidential election in those states. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 45. On or about the 8th day of December 2020, Michael A. Roman sent a text message to unindicted co-conspirator Individual 4, whose identity is known to the grand jury, stated that he had spoken to Misty Hampton and asked unindicted co-conspirator Individual 4 to, open quote, get Misty Hampton to attend the hearing before the Georgia House of Representatives Governmental Affairs Committee on December 10, 2020. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 46 On or about the 9th day of December 2020, Kenneth John Cheesebro wrote a memorandum titled, open quote, Statutory Requirements for December 14 Electoral Votes, close quote, 
to James R. Troupas, an attorney associated with the Trump campaign. The memorandum provides detailed, state-specific instructions for how Trump presidential elector nominees in Georgia, Arizona, Michigan, Nevada, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin would meet and cast electoral votes for Donald John Trump on December 14, 2020, despite the fact that Donald John Trump lost the November 3, 2020 presidential election in those states. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 47. On or about the 10th day of December 2020, Kenneth John Cheesebro sent an email to Georgia Republican Party Chairman David James Schaefer and unindicted co-conspirator Individual 9, whose identity is known to the grand jury. Kenneth John Cheesebro stated in the email that certain individuals associated with the Trump campaign asked him to, open quote, help coordinate with the other five contested states to help with logistics of the electors in other states, hopefully joining in casting their votes on Monday, close quote. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 48. On or about the 10th day of December 2020, Kenneth John Cheesebro sent an email with attached documents to David James Schaefer and unindicted co-conspirators Individual 9, Individual 10, and Individual 11, whose identities are known to the grand jury. The documents were to be used by Trump presidential elector nominees in Georgia for the purpose of casting electoral votes for Donald John Trump on December 14, 2020, despite the fact that Donald John Trump lost the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 49. On or about the 10th day of December 2020, Kenneth John Cheesebro sent an email with attached documents to Arizona Republican Party Executive Director Greg Safston and others. The documents were to be used by Trump presidential elector nominees in Arizona for the purpose of casting electoral votes for Donald John Trump on December 14, 2020, despite the fact that Donald John Trump lost the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Arizona. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 50. On or about the 10th day of December 2020, Kenneth John Cheesebro sent an email to Republican Party of Wisconsin Chairman Brian Schimming with proposed language for documents to be used by Trump presidential elector nominees in Wisconsin for the purpose of casting electoral votes for Donald John Trump on December 14, 2020, despite the fact that Donald John Trump lost the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Wisconsin. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 51. On or about the 10th day of December 2020, Kenneth John Cheesebro sent an email to Nevada Republican Party Vice Chairman Jim DeGraffenried. Kenneth John Cheesebro stated in the email that Rudolph William Louis Giuliani and other individuals associated with the Trump campaign asked him to open quote, reach out to you and other Nevada electors to run point on the plan to have all Trump-Pence electors in all six contested states meet and transmit their votes to Congress on Monday, December 14, close quote. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 52. 
On or about the 10th day of December 2020, Kenneth John Cheesebro sent an email with attached documents to Jim DeGraffenried. The documents were to be used by Trump presidential elector nominees in Nevada for the purpose of casting electoral votes for Donald John Trump on December 14, 2020, despite the fact that Donald John Trump lost the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Nevada. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 53. On or about the 10th day of December 2020, Kenneth John Cheesebro sent an email with attached documents to Republican Party of Pennsylvania General Counsel Thomas W. King III. The documents were to be used by Trump presidential elector nominees in Pennsylvania for the purpose of casting electoral votes for Donald John Trump on December 14, 2020, despite the fact that Donald John Trump lost the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Pennsylvania. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 54 On or between the 10th day of December 2020 and the 14th day of December 2020, David James Schaefer contacted unindicted co-conspirator Individual 2, whose identity is known to the grand jury, by telephone and discussed unindicted co-conspirator Individual 2's attendance at the December 14, 2020 meeting of Trump presidential elector nominees in Fulton County, Georgia. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 55 On or about the 10th day of December 2020, Rudolph William Louis Giuliani and Ray Stallings Smith III committed the felony offense of solicitation of violation of oath by public officer in violation of OCGA Section 16-4-7 and Section 16-10-1 in Fulton County, Georgia, by unlawfully soliciting, requesting, and importuning certain public officers, then serving as elected members of the Georgia House of Representatives and present at a House Governmental Affairs Committee meeting, including Representatives Sean Blackman, John Burns, Barry Fleming, Todd Jones, B. Nigan, Mary Margaret Oliver, Alan Powell, Renita Shannon, Robert Trammell, Scott Turner, and Bruce Williamson, to engage in conduct constituting the felony offense a violation of oath by public officer, OCGA Section 16-10-1, by unlawfully appointing presidential electors from Georgia in willful and intentional violation of the terms of the oath of said persons as prescribed by law, with intent that said person engage in said conduct. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 56. On or about the 10th day of December 2020, Rudolph William Louis Giuliani committed the felony offense of false statements and writings in violation of OCGA Section 16-10-20 in Fulton County, Georgia, by knowingly, willfully, and unlawfully making at least one of the following statements and representations to members of the Georgia House of Representatives present at a House Governmental Affairs Committee meeting. 1. That it is quite clear from the State Farm Arena video from November 3, 2020, that Fulton County election workers were stealing boats and the Georgia officials were covering up a crime in plain sight. 2. That at State Farm Arena on November 3, 2020, 
Democratic officials got rid of all the reporters, all the observers, and anyone that couldn't be trusted, used the excuse of a water main break, cleared out the boating area, and then went about their dirty, crooked business. 3. That between 12,000 and 24,000 ballots were illegally counted by Fulton County election workers at State Farm Arena on November 3, 2020. 4. That in Michigan, there were 700,000 more ballots counted than were sent out to voters in the November 3, 2020 presidential election, which was accounted for by quadruple counting ballots. 5. That Ruby Freeman, Shea Moss, and an unidentified man were quite obviously, surreptitiously, passing around USB ports as if they're vials of heroin or cocaine at State Farm Arena to be used to infiltrate the crooked Dominion voting machines. 6. That 96,000 mail-in ballots were counted in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia, despite there being no record of those ballots having been returned to a county elections office. Said statements being within the jurisdiction of the Office of the Georgia Secretary of State in the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, Departments and Agencies of State Government, and County and City Law Enforcement Agencies. This was an act of racketeering activity under OCGA Section 16-14-3, Paragraph 5, a. Roman numeral 22, and an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 57. On or about the 11th day of December 2020, David James Schaefer reserved room 216 at the Georgia State Capitol in Fulton County, Georgia, for the December 14, 2020 meeting of Trump presidential elector nominees in Fulton County, Georgia. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 58 On or about the 11th day of December 2020, Kenneth John Cheesebro sent an email to Jim DeGraffenreid and stated that the purpose of having electoral votes sent into Congress is to provide the opportunity to debate the election irregularities in Congress and to keep alive the possibility that the votes could be flipped to Trump. Close quote. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 59. On or about the 11th day of December 2020, Kenneth John Cheesebro sent an email with attached documents to Greg Safstein and others. The documents were to be used by Trump presidential elector nominees in Arizona for the purpose of casting electoral votes for Donald John Trump on December 14, 2020, despite the fact that Donald John Trump lost the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Arizona. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 60 on or about the 11th day of December 2020, Kenneth John Cheesebro sent an email with attached documents to Michael A. Roman and other individuals associated with the Trump campaign. The documents were to be used by Trump presidential elector nominees in Nevada for the purpose of casting electoral votes for Donald John Trump on December 14, 2020, despite the fact that Donald John Trump lost the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Nevada. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 61 on or about the 11th day of December 2020, 
Kenneth John Cheesebro sent an email with attached documents to Michael A. Roman, unindicted co-conspirator Individual 5, whose identity is known to the grand jury and others. The documents were to be used by Trump presidential elector nominees in Georgia for the purpose of casting electoral votes for Donald John Trump on December 14, 2020, despite the fact that Donald John Trump lost the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 62. On or about the 12th day of December 2020, David James Schaefer contacted unindicted co-conspirator Individual 12, whose identity is known to the grand jury, and discussed unindicted co-conspirator Individual 12's attendance at the December 14, 2020 meeting of Trump presidential elector nominees in Fulton County, Georgia. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 63. On or about the 12th day of December 2020, Michael A. Roman sent an email to unindicted co-conspirators Individual 4 and Individual 7, whose identities are known to the grand jury and other individuals associated with the Trump campaign. In the email, Michael A. Roman stated, I need a tracker for the electors and instructed individuals associated with the Trump campaign to populate entries on a shared spreadsheet listing Trump presidential elector nominees in Georgia, Arizona, Michigan, Nevada, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. The entries on the spreadsheet included contact information for the Trump presidential elector nominees, whether the Trump presidential elector nominees had been contacted, and whether the Trump presidential elector nominees had confirmed that they would attend the December 14, 2020 meetings of Trump presidential elector nominees in their respective states, despite the fact that Donald John Trump lost the November 3, 2020 presidential election in those states. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 64 on or about the 12th day of December 2020, Kenneth John Cheesebro met with Brian Schimming and discussed the December 14, 2020 meeting of Trump presidential elector nominees in Wisconsin. Rudolph William Lewis Giuliani joined the meeting by telephone and stated that the media should not be notified of the December 14, 2020 meeting of Trump presidential elector nominees in Wisconsin. These were overt acts in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 65. On or about the 12th day of December 2020, Michael A. Roman instructed an individual associated with the Trump campaign to distribute certain information related to the December 14, 2020 meetings of Trump presidential elector nominees in Georgia, Arizona, Michigan, Nevada, New Mexico, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin to unindicted co-conspirator Individual 4, whose identity is known to the grand jury, and to other individuals associated with the Trump campaign. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 66. On or about the 12th day of December 2020, unindicted co-conspirator, Individual 4, whose identity is known to the grand jury, sent an email to Michael A. Roman and David James Schaefer, 
with updates on the progress of organizing the December 14, 2020 meeting of Trump presidential elector nominees in Fulton County, Georgia. The email stated which elector nominees had confirmed they would attend the meeting, that other individuals had been secured in case some of the elector nominees refused to participate in the meeting, and that Georgia legislators had been contacted to ensure access to the Georgia Capitol, and that David James Schaefer had reserved Room 216 for the meeting. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 67 on or about the 12th day of December 2020, David James Schaefer sent an email to unindicted co-conspirator Individual 4, whose identity is known to the grand jury, advising them to touch base with each of the Trump presidential elector nominees in Georgia in advance of the December 14, 2020 meeting to confirm their attendance. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 68 on or about the 12th day of December 2020, an indicted co-conspirator, Individual 4, whose identity is known to the grand jury, sent a text message with contact information for unindicted co-conspirator, Individual 8, whose identity is known to the grand jury, and Georgia Senator Brandon Beach to Michael A. Roman for the purpose of providing the contact information to Rudolph William Louis Giuliani. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 69 On or about the 13th day of December 2020, Kenneth John Cheesebro sent an email with attached documents to Michael A. Roman. The documents were to be used by Trump presidential elector nominees in New Mexico for the purpose of casting electoral votes for Donald John Trump on December 14, 2020 despite the fact that Donald John Trump lost the November 3, 2020 presidential election in New Mexico. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 70 On or about the 13th day of December 2020, Kenneth John Cheesebro sent an email to Rudolph William Louis Giuliani with the subject, Privileged and Confidential, Brief Notes on President of the Senate Strategy, close quote. In the email, Kenneth John Cheesebro outlined multiple strategies for disrupting and delaying the joint session of Congress on January 6, 2021, the day prescribed by law for counting votes cast by the duly elected and qualified presidential electors from Georgia and the other states. In the email, Kenneth John Cheesebro stated that the strategies outlined by him were, open quote, preferable to allowing the Electoral Count Act to operate by its terms, close quote. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 71 On or about the 13th day of December 2020, Kenneth John Cheesebro sent an email with attachment documents to Michael A. Roman and unindicted co-conspirator Individual 4, whose identity is known to the grand jury. The documents were to be used by Trump presidential elector nominees in Georgia for the purpose of casting electoral votes for Donald John Trump on December 14, 2020, despite the fact that Donald John Trump lost the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 72 
On or about the 13th day of December 2020, Kenneth John Cheesebro sent an email to Michael A. Roman and unindicted co-conspirator Individual 4, whose identity is known to the grand jury, and stated that Rudolph William Louis Giuliani, quote, wants to keep this quiet until after all the voting is done, close quote, in reference to the December 14, 2020 meeting of Trump presidential elector nominees in Fulton County, Georgia. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 73. On or about the 13th day of December 2020, David James Schaefer sent a text message to unindicted co-conspirator Individual 4, whose identity is known to the grand jury, and stated that unindicted co-conspirator Individual 8, whose identity is known to the grand jury, would attend the December 14, 2020 meeting of Trump presidential elector nominees in Fulton County, Georgia, in the place of a Trump presidential elector nominee who refused to participate in the meeting. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 74 on or about the 13th day of December 2020, unindicted co-conspirator, Individual 9, whose identity is known to the grand jury, sent a text message to David James Schaefer and confirmed that he and unindicted co-conspirator, Individual 13, whose identity is known to the grand jury, would attend the December 14, 2020 meeting of Trump presidential elector nominees in Fulton County, Georgia. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 75 On or about the 14th day of December 2020, Donald John Trump caused to be tweeted from the Twitter account at Real Donald Trump, open quote, What a fool Governor at Brian Kemp G.A. of Georgia is. Could have been so easy, but now we have to do it the hard way. Demand this clown call a special session and open up signature verification. Now, in all caps. Otherwise, could be a bad day for two, open quote, great senators on January 5th, close quote. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 76. On or about the 14th day of December 2020, David James Schaefer sent a text message to unindicted co-conspirator Individual 4, whose identity is known to the grand jury, and stated, open quote, Listen, tell them to go straight to room 216 to avoid drawing attention to what we are doing, close quote, in reference to the December 14, 2020 meeting of Trump presidential elector nominees in Fulton County, Georgia. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 77. On or about the 14th day of December 2020, Michael A. Roman sent an email to unindicted co-conspirator Individual 4 and Individual 7, whose identities are known to the grand jury, and stated, open quote, Please send me an update as soon as the State Electoral College has adjourned and all paperwork is secured, close quote. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 78 On or about the 14th day of December 2020, Ray Stallings Smith III and David James Schaefer encouraged certain individuals present at the December 14, 2020 meeting of Trump presidential elector nominees in Fulton County, Georgia, to sign the document titled, open quote, 
Certificate of the Votes of the 2020 Electors from Georgia. Close quote. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 79. On or about the 14th day of December 2020, David James Schaefer, Sean Micah Thrasher Still, Kathleen Alston Latham, an unindicted co-conspirator, Individual 2, Individual 8, Individual 9, Individual 10, Individual 11, Individual 12, Individual 13, Individual 14, Individual 15, Individual 16, Individual 17, Individual 18, and Individual 19, whose identities are known to the grand jury committed the felony offense of impersonating a public officer in violation of OCGA Section 16-10-23 in Fulton County, Georgia, by unlawfully, falsely holding themselves out as the duly elected and qualified presidential electors from the state of Georgia. Public officers, with intent to mislead the President of the United States Senate, the Archivist of the United States, the Georgia Secretary of State, and the Chief Judge of the United States District Court for the Northern District of Georgia, into believing that they actually were such officers by placing in the United States mail to said persons a document titled, open quote, Certificate of the Votes of the 2020 Electors from Georgia. Close quote. This was an act of racketeering activity under OCGA Section 16-14-3, Paragraph 5A, Roman numeral 23, and an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 80. On or about the 14th day of December 2020, David James Schaefer, Sean Micah Thrasher Still, Kathleen Alston Latham, and unindicted co-conspirator Individual 2, Individual 8, Individual 9, Individual 10, Individual 11, Individual 12, Individual 13, Individual 14, Individual 15, Individual 16, Individual 17, Individual 18, and Individual 19, whose identities are known to the grand jury, committed the felony offense of forgery in the first degree in violation of OCGA Section 16-9-1B in Fulton County, Georgia, by, with the intent to defraud, knowingly making a document titled, open quote, Certificate of the Votes of the 2020 Electors from Georgia, close quote, a writing other than a check in such manner that the writing is made purports to have been made by authority of the duly elected and qualified presidential electors from the state of Georgia, who did not give such authority and uttered and delivered said document to the archivist of the United States. This was an act of racketeering activity under OCGA Section 16-14-3, subparagraph 5A, Roman numeral 16, and an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 81. On or about the 14th day of December 2020, David James Schaefer, Sean Micah Thrasher Still, Kathleen Alston Latham, and unindicted co-conspirator, individuals 2, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, and 19, whose identities are known to the grand jury, 
committed the felony offense of false statements and writings in violation of OCGA Section 16-10-20 in Fulton County, Georgia, by knowingly, willfully, and unlawfully making and using a false document titled, open quote, Certificate of the Votes of the 2020 Electors from Georgia, close quote, with knowledge that said document contained the false statement, open quote, we, the undersigned, being the duly elected and qualified electors for President and Vice President of the United States of America from the state of Georgia, do hereby certify the following, close quote, said document being within the jurisdiction of the Office of the Georgia Secretary of State in the Office of the Governor of Georgia, Departments and Agencies of State Government. This was an act of racketeering activity under OCGA Section 16-14-3, subparagraph 5A, Roman numeral 22, and an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 82. On or about the 14th day of December 2020, David James Schaefer, Sean Micah Thresher Still, Kathleen Alston Latham, and unindicted co-conspirators, individual 2, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, and 19, whose identities are known to the grand jury, attempted to commit the felony offense of filing false documents in violation of OCGA Section 16-10-20, paragraph 1B1, in Fulton County, Georgia, by placing in the United States mail a document titled, open quote, Certificate of the Votes of the 2020 Electors from Georgia, close quote, addressed to Chief Judge, U.S. District Court, Northern District of Georgia, 2188 Richard D. Russell Federal Office Building in U.S. Courthouse, 75 Ted Turner Drive, Southwest Atlanta, Georgia, 30303 with intent to knowingly file, enter, and record said document in a court of the United States, having reason to know that said document contained the materially false statement, open quote, we the undersigned, being the duly elected and qualified electors for President and Vice President of the United States from the state of Georgia, do hereby certify the following, period, close quote. This was an act of racketeering activity under OCGA Section 16-14-3, paragraph 5A, Roman numeral 22, in an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 83. On or about the 14th day of December 2020, David James Schaefer and Sean Micah Thrasher Still committed the felony offense of forgery in the first degree in violation of OCGA Section 16-9-1, subparagraph B, in Fulton County, Georgia, by, with the intent to defraud, knowingly making a document titled, open quote, Ray, Notice of Filing of Electoral College Vacancy other than a check in such manner that the writing is made purports to have been made by the authority of the duly elected and qualified presidential electors from the state of Georgia, who did not give such authority, and uttered and delivered said document to the archivist of the United States. 
This was an act of racketeering activity under OCGA Section 16-14-3, subparagraph 5A, Roman numeral 16, and an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 84. On or about the 14th day of December 2020, David James Schaefer and Sean Micah Thresher Still committed the felony offense of false statements and writings in violation of OCGA Section 16-10-20 in Fulton County, Georgia, by knowingly, willfully, and unlawfully making and using a false document titled, open quote, Ray, Notice of Filing of Electoral College Vacancy, close quote with knowledge that said document contained the false statements that David James Schaefer was chairman of the 2020 Georgia Electoral College meeting and Sean Micah Thrasher Still was secretary of the 2020 Georgia Electoral College meeting, said document being within the jurisdiction of the Office of Georgia Secretary of State and the Office of the Governor of Georgia, Departments and Agencies of State Government. This was an act of racketeering activity under OCGA Section 16-14-3, subparagraph 5A, Roman numeral 22, and an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 85. On or about the 14th day of December 2020, David James Schaefer instructed unindicted co-conspirator Individual 15, whose identity is known to the grand jury, to deliver to the office of the governor of Georgia a document signed by David James Schaefer and Sean Micah Thrasher Still titled, open quote, Ray, Notice of Filing of Electoral College Vacancy, close quote. The document contained multiple false statements. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 86. On or about the 14th day of December 2020, unindicted co-conspirator, Individual 4, whose identity is known to the grand jury, sent an email to Michael A. Roman, unindicted co-conspirator, Individual 7, whose identity is known to the grand jury, and others that stated, open quote, All votes cast, paperwork complete, being mailed now ran pretty smoothly, close quote, in reference to the December 14, 2020 meeting of Trump presidential elector nominees in Fulton County, Georgia. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 87. On or about the 14th day of December 2020, Stephen Cliffgard Lee attempted to commit the felony offense of influencing witnesses in violation of OCGA Section 16-10-93, subparagraph B1A, in Fulton County, Georgia, by traveling to the home of Ruby Freeman, a Fulton County, Georgia election worker, and speaking to her neighbor with intent to knowingly engage in misleading conduct toward Ruby Freeman, by purporting to offer her help, and with intent to influence her testimony in an official proceeding in Fulton County, Georgia, concerning events at State Farm Arena in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia. This was an act of racketeering activity pursuant to OCGA Section 16-14-3, subparagraph 5A, Roman numeral 27, and an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 88. 
On or about the 15th day of December 2020, Stephen Cliffgard Lee attempted to commit the felony offense of influencing witnesses in violation of OCGA Section 16-10-93, subparagraph B1A, in Fulton County, Georgia, by traveling to the home of Rudy Freeman, a Fulton County, Georgia election worker, and knocking on her door with attempt to knowingly engage in misleading conduct toward Ruby Freeman by purporting to offer her help and with intent to influence her testimony in an official proceeding in Fulton County, Georgia, concerning events at State Farm Arena in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia. This was an act of racketeering activity pursuant to OCGA Section 16-14-3, subparagraph 5A, Roman numeral 27, and an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 89. On or between the 15th day of December 2020 and the 4th day of January 2021, Stephen Cliffgard Lee solicited Harrison William Prescott Floyd an individual associated with the organization Black Votes for Trump, to assist with his efforts to speak to Ruby Freeman, a Fulton County, Georgia, election worker. Stephen Cliffgard Lee stated to Harrison William Prescott Floyd that Freeman was afraid to talk to Stephen Cliffgard Lee because he was a white man. These were overt acts in furtherance of the conspiracy. On or about the 18th day of December 2020, Donald John Trump met with Rudolph William Louis Giuliani, Sidney Catherine Powell, unindicted co-conspirator, Individual 20, whose identity is known to the grand jury, and others at the White House. The individuals present at the meeting discussed certain strategies and theories intended to influence the outcome of the November 3, 2020 presidential election, including seizing voting equipment and appointing Sidney Catherine Powell as special counsel with broad authority to investigate allegations of voter fraud in Georgia and elsewhere. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 91 on or about the 21st day of December 2020, Sidney Catherine Powell sent an email to the Chief Operations Officer of Sullivan Strickler, LLC, and instructed him that she and unindicted co-conspirators, Individual 6, Individual 21, and Individual 22, whose identities are known to the grand jury, were to immediately receive a copy of all data obtained by Sullivan Strickler LLC from Dominion Voting Systems Equipment in Michigan. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 92. On or about the 22nd day of December 2020, Mark Randall Meadows traveled to the Cobb County Civic Center in Cobb County, Georgia, and attempted to observe the signature match audit being performed there by law enforcement officers from the Georgia Bureau of Investigation and the Office of the Georgia Secretary of State, despite the fact that the audit process was not open to the public. While present at the center, Mark Randall Meadows spoke to Georgia Deputy Secretary of State Jordan Fuchs, Office of the Georgia Secretary of State Chief Investigator Francis Watson, Georgia Bureau of Investigation Special Agent in Charge, Bahan Rich, and others who prevented Mark Randall Meadows from entering into the space where the audit was being conducted. 
This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 93. On or about the 23rd day of December 2020, Donald John Trump placed a telephone call to the office of the Georgia Secretary of State Chief Investigator Francis Watson that had been previously arranged by Mark Randall Meadows. During the phone call, Donald John Trump falsely stated that he had won the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia by hundreds of thousands of votes and stated to Watson that, open quote, when the right answer comes out, you'll be praised, close quote. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 94 On or about the 23rd day of December 2020, John Charles Eastman sent an email to Kenneth John Cheesebro, an unindicted co-conspirator, Individual 3, whose identity is known to the grand jury, with the subject, F.W., Draft 2, with edits. In the email, John Charles Eastman attached a memorandum titled Privileged and Confidential, December 23 Memo on January 6 Scenario, end quote, and stated, open quote, As for hearings, I think both are unnecessary. The fact that we have multiple slates of electors demonstrates the uncertainty of either. That should be enough. And I agree with Ken that Judiciary Committee hearings on the constitutionality of the Electoral Count Act could invite counter-views that we do not believe should constrain Pence or Grassley in the exercise of power they have under the Twelfth Amendment. Better for them just to act boldly and be challenged, since the challenge would likely lead to the court denying review on non-justiciable political question grounds. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 95 On or about the 25th day of December 2020, Donald John Trump placed a telephone call to Speaker of the Arizona House of Representatives, Rusty Bowers, for the purpose of soliciting, requesting, and importuning Bowers to unlawfully appoint presidential electors from Arizona. During the call, Bowers stated to Trump, open quote, I voted for you. I worked for you. I campaigned for you. I just won't do anything illegal for you. Close quote. This telephone call was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 96. On or about the 27th day of December 2020, Mark Randall Meadows sent a text message to Office of the Georgia Secretary of State Chief Investigator Francis Watson that stated in part, open quote, is there a way to speed up Fulton County signature verification in order to have results before January 6 if the Trump campaign assists financially? Close quote. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 97. On or about the 27th day of December 2020, Donald John Trump solicited Acting United States Attorney General Jeffrey Rosen and Acting United States Deputy Attorney General Richard Donahue to make a false statement by stating, open quote, Just say that the election was corrupt and leave the rest to me and the Republican congressman. Close quote. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 98. On or about the 28th day of December 2020, Jeffrey Bossard Clark attempted to commit the felony offense of false statements and writings in violation of OCGA Section 16-10-20 in Fulton County, Georgia, 
by knowingly and willfully making a false writing and document, knowing the same to contain the false statement that the United States Department of Justice had, open quote, identified significant concerns that may have impacted the outcome of the election in multiple states, including the state of Georgia, close quote. Said statement being within the jurisdiction of the Office of the Georgia Secretary of State in the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, departments and agencies of state government in county and city law enforcement agencies. And on or about the 28th day of December 2020, Jeffrey Bossard Clark sent an email to Acting United States Attorney General Jeffrey Rosen and Acting United States Deputy Attorney General Richard Donahue and requested authorization to send said false writing and document to Georgia Governor Brian Kemp, Speaker of the Georgia House of Representatives David Ralston, and President Pro Tem of the Georgia Senate Butch Miller which constitutes a substantial step toward the commission of false statements and writings, a violation of OCGA Section 16-10-20. This was an act of racketeering activity under OCGA Section 16-14-3, subsection 5A, Roman numeral 22, and an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 99. On or about the 28th day of December 2020, Jeffrey Bossard Clark solicited Acting United States Attorney General Jeffrey Rosen and Acting United States Deputy Attorney General Richard Donahue to sign and send a document that falsely stated that the United States Department of Justice had, open quote, identified significant concerns that may have impacted the outcome of the election in multiple states, including the state of Georgia. Close quote. To Georgia Governor Brian Kemp, Speaker of the Georgia House of Representatives David Ralston, and President Pro Tem of the Georgia Senate Butch Miller, this was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 100. On or about the 30th day of December 2020, Donald John Trump caused to be tweeted from the Twitter account at Real Donald Trump. Open quote. Hearings from Atlanta on the Georgia election overturn now being broadcast. Check it out at OANN, at Newsmax, and many more. At Brian Kemp GA should resign from office. He is an obstructionist who refuses to admit that we won Georgia. Big! Exclamation point. Also won the other swing states. Close quote. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 101. On or about the 30th day of December 2020, Donald John Trump caused to be tweeted from the Twitter account at Real Donald Trump, open quote, now being broadcast live via at RSBN Network. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 102. On or about the 30th day of December 2020, Rudolph William Louis Giuliani, Ray Stallings Smith III, and Robert David Cheeley committed the felony offense of solicitation of violation of oath by public officer in violation of OCGA Section 16-4-7 and Section 16-10-1 in Fulton County, Georgia, 
by soliciting, requesting, and importuning certain public officers then serving as elected members of the Georgia Senate and present at a Senate Judiciary Subcommittee meeting, including unindicted co-conspirator Individual 8, whose identity is known to the grand jury, Senators Brandon Beach, Bill Heath, William Ligon, Michael Rett, and Blake Tillery, to engage in conduct constituting the felony offense of violation of oath by public officer. OCGA Section 16-10-1 By unlawfully appointing presidential electors from the state of Georgia in willful and intentional violation of the terms of oath of said persons as prescribed by law, with intent that said persons engage in said conduct. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 103 On or about the 30th day of December 2020, Rudolph William Louis Giuliani committed the felony offense of false statements and writings in violation of OCGA Section 16-10-20 in Fulton County, Georgia, by knowingly, willfully, and unlawfully making at least one of the following false statements and representations to members of the Georgia Senate present at a Senate Judiciary Subcommittee meeting. 1. That Fulton County election workers fraudulently counted certain ballots as many as five times at State Farm Arena on November 3, 2020. 2. That 2,560 felons voted illegally in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia. 3. That 10,315 dead people voted in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia. Said statements being within the jurisdiction of the Office of the Georgia Secretary of State in the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, Departments and Agencies of State Government, and County and City Law Enforcement Agencies. This was an act of racketeering activity under OCGA Section 16-14-3, subparagraph 5A, Roman numeral 22, and an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 104. On or about the 30th day of December 2020, Ray Stallings Smith III committed the felony offense of false statements and writings in violation of OCGA Section 16-10-20 in Fulton County, Georgia, by knowingly, willfully, and unlawfully making at least one of the following false statements and representations to members of the Georgia Senate present at a Senate Judiciary Subcommittee meeting. 1. The Georgia Secretary of State General Counsel Ryan Germany stated that his office had sent letters to 8,000 people who voted illegally in the November 3, 2020 presidential election and told them not to vote in the January 5, 2021 runoff election. 2. That the Georgia Secretary of State admitted, open quote, that they had a 90% accuracy rate in the November 3, 2020 presidential election and that, open quote, there's still a 10% margin that's not accurate, close quote. Said statements being within the jurisdiction of the Office of the Georgia Secretary of State and the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, Departments and Agencies of State Government, and County and City Law Enforcement Agencies. This was an act of racketeering activity under OCGA Section 16-14-3, subparagraph 5A, Roman numeral 2022, and an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy.
Act 105. On or about the 30th day of December 2020, Robert David Cheeley committed the felony offense of false statements and writings in violation of OCGA Section 16-10-20 in Fulton County, Georgia, by knowingly, willfully, and unlawfully making at least one of the following false statements and representations to members of the Georgia Senate present at a Senate Judiciary Subcommittee meeting. 1. That poll watchers and media at State Farm Arena were told, late in the evening of November 3, 2020, that the vote count was being suspended until the next morning and to go home because of, open quote, a major water main break, close quote. 2. That Fulton County election workers at State Farm Arena, open quote, voted, close quote, the same ballots, open quote, over and over again, close quote, on November 3, 2020, said statements being within the jurisdiction of the Office of the Georgia Secretary of State and the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, departments and agencies of state government, and county and city law enforcement agencies. This was an act of racketeering activity under OCGA Section 16-14-3, subparagraph 5A, Roman numeral 22 and an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 106. On or about the 30th day of December 2020, Donald John Trump caused to be tweeted from the Twitter account at Real Donald Trump, open quote, We now have far more votes than needed to flip Georgia in the presidential race. Massive voter fraud took place, period. Thank you to the Georgia Legislature for today's revealing meeting, exclamation point, close quote. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 107. On or about the 31st day of December 2020, Jenna Lynn Ellis wrote a memorandum titled, open quote, Memorandum Ray, Constitutional Analysis of Vice President Authority for January 6, 2021, Electoral College Vote Count, close quote, to Donald John Trump. The memorandum outlined a strategy for disrupting and delaying the joint session of Congress on January 6, 2021, the day prescribed by law for counting votes cast by the duly elected and qualified presidential electors from Georgia and the other states, and stated, open quote, The vice president should therefore not open any of the votes, close quote, from six states, including Georgia, that were falsely characterized as having, open quote, electoral delegates in dispute, close quote. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 108. On or about the 31st day of December 2020, Donald John Trump and John Charles Eastman committed the felony offense of filing false documents in violation of OCGA Section 16-10-20, subparagraph 1b1, in Fulton County, Georgia, by knowingly filing a document titled, open quote, Verified Complaint for Emergency Injunctive and Declaratory Relief, close quote, in the matter of Trump v. Kemp. Case 1, colon, 20, CB 05310MHC, in the United States District Court for the Northern District of Georgia, a court of the United States, having reason to know that said document contained at least one of the materially false statements. 1. That, open quote, 
as many as 2,506 felons with an uncompleted sentence, close quote, voted illegally in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia. Two, that, open quote, at least 66,247 underage, end quote, people voted illegally in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia. Three, that, open quote, at least 2,423 individuals, end quote, voted illegally in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia, open quote, who were not listed in the state's records as having been registered to vote, close quote. Four, that, open quote, at least 1,043 individuals, end quote, voted illegally in the November 3, 2020 presidential election, open quote, who had illegally registered to vote using a postal office box as their habitation, close quote. Five, that, open quote, as many as 10,315 or more, close quote, dead people voted in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia. Six, that, open quote, Deliberate misinformation was used to instruct Republican poll watchers and members of the press to leave the premises for the night at approximately 10 p.m. on November 3, 2020, close quote, at State Farm Arena in Fulton County, Georgia. Earlier on the same day, John Charles Eastman sent an email to attorneys associated with the Trump campaign admitting his knowledge that at least some of the allegations in the verified complaint were not accurate. This filing was an act of racketeering activity under OCGA Section 16-14-3, subparagraph 5A, Roman numeral 22, and an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 109. On or about the first day of January 2021, Kenneth John Cheesebro sent an email to John Charles Eastman and unindicted co-conspirator Individual 3, whose identity is known to the grand jury. In the email, Kenneth John Cheesebro outlined a strategy for disrupting and delaying the joint session of Congress on January 6, 2021, the day prescribed by law for counting votes cast by the duly elected and qualified presidential electors from Georgia and the other states. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 110 On or about the second day of January 2021, Scott Graham Hall, a Georgia bail bondsman, placed a telephone call to Jeffrey Bossard Clark, and discussed the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia. The telephone call was 63 minutes in length. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 111. On or about the second day of January 2021, Jeffrey Bossard Clark solicited Acting United States Attorney General Jeffrey Rosen and Acting United States Deputy Attorney General Richard Donahue to sign and send a document that falsely stated that the United States Department of Justice had, quote, identified significant concerns that may have impacted the outcome of the election in multiple states, including the state of Georgia, close quote. To Georgia Governor Brian Kemp, Speaker of the Georgia House of Representatives David Ralston, and President Pro Temp of the Georgia Senate Butch Miller. 
This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 112. On or about the second day of January 2021, Donald John Trump and Mark Randall Meadows committed the felony offense of solicitation of violation of oath by public officer in violation of OCGA Section 16-4-7 and Section 16-10-1 in Fulton County, Georgia by unlawfully soliciting, requesting, and importuning Georgia's Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, a public officer, to engage in conduct constituting the felony offense of violation of oath by public officer, OCGA Section 16-10-1, by unlawfully altering, unlawfully adjusting, and otherwise unlawfully influencing the certified returns for presidential electors for the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia, in willful and intentional violation of the term of the oath of said person as prescribed by law, with intent that said person engage in said conduct. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 113. On or about the second day of January 2021, Donald John Trump committed the felony offense of false statements and writings in violation of OCGA Section 16-10-20 in Fulton County, Georgia, by knowingly, willfully, and unlawfully making at least one of the following false statements and representations to Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, Georgia Deputy Secretary of State Jordan Fuchs, and Georgia Secretary of State General Counsel Ryan Germany. 1. That anywhere from 250,000 to 300,000 ballots were dropped mysteriously into the rolls in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia. 2. That thousands of people attempted to vote in the November 3, 2020 presidential election and were told they could not vote because a ballot had already been cast in their name. 3. That 4,502 people voted in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia who were not on the voter registration list. 4 that 904 people voted in the November 3 presidential election in Georgia who were registered at an address that was a post office box. 5. That Ruby Freeman was a professional vote scammer and a known political operative. 6. That Ruby Freeman, her daughter, and others were responsible for fraudulently awarding at least 18,000 ballots to Joseph R. Biden at State Farm Arena in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia. 7. That close to 5,000 dead people voted in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia. 8. That 139% of people voted in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Detroit. 9. That 200,000 more votes were recorded than the number of people who voted in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Pennsylvania. 10. That thousands of dead people voted in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Michigan. 11. That Ruby Freeman stuffed the ballot boxes. 12. That hundreds of thousands of ballots had been dumped into Fulton County and another county adjacent to Fulton County in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia. 13. 
that he won the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia by 400,000 votes, said statements being within the jurisdiction of the Office of the Georgia Secretary of State and the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, Departments and Agencies of State Government. This was an act of racketeering activity under OCGA Section 16-14-3, subparagraph 5A, Roman numeral 22, and an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 114. On or about the third day of January 2021, Donald John Trump caused to be tweeted from the Twitter account at Real Donald Trump, quote, I spoke to Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger yesterday about Fulton County and voter fraud in Georgia. He was unwilling or unable to answer questions such as the ballots under table scam, ballot destruction, out-of-state voters, dead voters, and more. He has no clue, exclamation point, close quote. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 115. On or about the third day of January 2021, Stephen Cliffgard Lee, Harrison William Prescott Floyd, and Trebion C. Cootie placed multiple telephone calls and sent text messages to each other and to other individuals involved in the conspiracy. They include the following. At 7.48 p.m., Harrison William Prescott Floyd placed a telephone call to Ruby Freeman, a Fulton County, Georgia election worker, that was unsuccessful. 2. At 7.49 p.m., Harrison William Prescott Floyd placed a telephone call to Ruby Freeman that was unsuccessful. 3. At 7.49 p.m., Harrison William Prescott Floyd placed a telephone call to Trevian C. Cootie. 4. At 7.53 p.m., Harrison William Prescott Floyd sent a text message to Ruby Freeman. 5. At 8.03 p.m., Trevian C. Cootie placed a telephone call to Harrison William Prescott Floyd. 6. At 8.11 p.m., Harrison William Prescott Floyd placed a telephone call to unindicted co-conspirator Individual 23, whose identity is known to the grand jury. 7. At 8.18 p.m., Harrison William Prescott Floyd placed a telephone call to Stephen Cliffgard Lee. 8. At 8.48 p.m., Harrison William Prescott Floyd placed a telephone call to Trevian C. Cootie. 9. At 9.16 p.m., Harrison William Prescott Floyd placed a telephone call to Trevian C. Cootie. 10. At 9.33 p.m., Harrison William Prescott Floyd placed a telephone call to Trevian C. Cootie. 11. At 9.50 p.m., Harrison William Prescott Floyd placed a telephone call to Stephen Cliffgard Lee. These were overt acts in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 116. On or about the fourth day of January 2021, Trevian C. Cootie, having been recruited by Harrison William Prescott Floyd, traveled from Chicago, Illinois to Atlanta, Georgia, and caused a certain individual, whose identity is known to the grand jury, to pick her up from a train station in Fulton County, Georgia, for the purpose of attempting to contact Ruby Freeman, a Fulton County, Georgia election worker. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 117 on or about the fourth day of January, 2021, Trevian C. Cootie traveled to Ruby Freeman's home in Cobb County, Georgia, 
and attempted to contact her but was unsuccessful. Trevian C. Cootie spoke with Freeman's neighbor and falsely stated she was a crisis manager attempting to help Freeman before leaving Freeman's home. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 118 on or about the fourth day of January 2021, Trevian C. Cootie, while in Fulton County, Georgia, placed a telephone call to Ruby Freeman and stated that Freeman was in danger. Trevian C. Cootie stated that she could help Freeman and requested that Freeman meet with and speak to her that night at a Cobb County Police Department precinct in Cobb County, Georgia. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 119. On or about the fourth day of January 2021, Trevian C. Cootie traveled to a Cobb County Police Department precinct in Cobb County, Georgia, and met with and spoke to Ruby Freeman for approximately one hour. Harrison William Prescott Floyd joined the meeting by telephone. Trevian C. Cootie and Harrison William Prescott Floyd stated to Freeman that she needed protection and purported to offer her help. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 120 On or about the fourth day of January 2021, Stephen Cliffgard Lee, Harrison William Prescott Floyd, and Trevian C. Cootie committed the false offense of solicitation of false statements and writings in violation of OCGA Section 16-4-7 and Section 16-10-20 in Cobb County, Georgia, by soliciting, requesting, and importuning Rudy Freeman, a Fulton County, Georgia election worker, to engage in conduct constituting the felony offense of false statements and writings, OCGA Section 16-10-20, by knowingly and willfully making a false statement and representation concerning events at State Farm Arena in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia, said statement and representation being within the jurisdiction of the Office of the Georgia Secretary of State in the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, departments and agencies of state government, and county and city law enforcement agencies, with intent that said person engage in said conduct. This was an act of racketeering activity under OCGA Section 16-14-3, subsection 5A, Roman numeral 22, and an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 121. On or about the fourth day of January 2021, Stephen Cliffgard Lee, Harrison William Prescott Floyd, and Trevian C. Cootie committed the felony offense of influencing witnesses in violation of OCGA Section 16-10-93B1A in Fulton County, Georgia, by knowingly and unlawfully engaging in misleading conduct toward Ruby Friedman, a Fulton County, Georgia election worker, by stating that she needed protection and by purporting to offer her help with intent to influence her testimony in an official proceeding in Fulton County, Georgia, concerning events at State Farm Arena in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia. This was an act of racketeering activity under OCGA Section 16-14-3, subparagraph 
5a Roman numeral 27 and an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 122. On or about the fourth day of January 2021, Stephen Cliffgard Lee, Harrison William Prescott Floyd, and Trevian C. Cooty placed multiple telephone calls and sent text messages to each other and to other individuals involved in the conspiracy. They include the following. 1. At 9.41 a.m., Stephen Cliffgard Lee placed a telephone call to Harrison William Prescott Floyd. 2. At 11.24 a.m., Harrison William Prescott Floyd placed a telephone call to David James Schaefer. 3. At 12.25 p.m., Stephen Cliffgard Lee placed a telephone call to Harrison William Prescott Floyd. 4. At 12.32 p.m., Stephen Cliffgard Lee sent a text message to Harrison William Prescott Floyd. 5. At 8.10 p.m., Harrison William Prescott Floyd placed a telephone call to David James Schaefer. 6. At 10 p.m., Harrison William Prescott Floyd placed a telephone call to Stephen Cliffgard Lee. 7. At 10.19 p.m., Harrison William Prescott Floyd placed a telephone call to Trevian C. Cootie. 8. At 10.43 p.m., Trevian C. Cootie placed a telephone call to Harrison William Prescott Floyd. 9. At 11.10 p.m., Trevian C. Cootie placed a telephone call to Harrison William Prescott Floyd. 10. At 12.12 a.m. on January 5, 2021, Trevian C. Cootie placed a telephone call to Harrison William Prescott Floyd. These were overt acts in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 123 On or about the fourth day of January 2020, John Charles Eastman placed a telephone call to Speaker of the Arizona House of Representatives, Rusty Bowers, and solicited, requested, and importuned Bowers to unlawfully appoint presidential electors from Arizona. During the telephone call, Bowers declined to comply with Eastman's request and stated that he would not risk violating his oath of office. The request was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 124 On or about the fourth day of January 2021, Kenneth John Cheesebro sent an email to John Charles Eastman with the subject, forward draft two with edits, and included within the body of the email another email that Kenneth John Cheesebro previously sent to Rudolph William Louis Giuliani with the subject, privileged and confidential. Brief notes on, open quote, President of the Senate strategy, close quote. In the email, Kenneth John Cheesebro outlined multiple strategies for disrupting and delaying the joint session of Congress on January 6, 2021, the day prescribed by law for counting votes cast by the duly elected and qualified presidential electors from Georgia and the other states, and stated that the outcomes of any of these strategies were preferable to allowing the Electoral Count Act to operate by its terms, close quote. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 125 On or about the fourth day of January 2021, Donald John Trump and John Charles Eastman met with Vice President Mike Pence, Chief of Staff to the Vice President Mark Short, and Counsel to the Vice President Greg Jacob in the Oval Office at the White House. 
During the meeting, Donald John Trump and John Charles Eastman argued to Pence that he could either reject electoral votes from certain states or delay the joint session of Congress on January 6, 2021, the day prescribed by law for counting votes cast by the duly elected and qualified presidential electors from Georgia and the other states for the purpose of allowing certain state legislatures to unlawfully appoint presidential electors in favor of Donald John Trump. During the meeting, John Charles Eastman admitted both options violated the Electoral Count Act. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 126. On or about the fifth day of January 2021, Lynn Ellis wrote a memorandum titled Ray, Vice President Authority in Counting Electors Pursuant to U.S. Constitution and Title III, U.S. Code, Sections 5 and 15, to an attorney associated with Donald John Trump. The memorandum outlined a strategy for disrupting and delaying the joint session of Congress on January 6, 2021, the day prescribed by law for counting votes cast by the duly elected and qualified presidential electors from Georgia and the other states, and stated, quote, the vice president should begin alphabetically in order of the states, and coming first to Arizona, not open the purported certification, but simply stop the count at that juncture. Close quote. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 127. On or about the fifth day of January 2021, Robert David Cheeley, Stephen Cliffgard Lee, Harrison William Prescott Floyd, Trevian C. Cooty, and Scott Graham Hall placed multiple telephone calls to each other and to other individuals involved in the conspiracy. They include the following. 1. At 11.32 a.m., Stephen Cliffgard Lee placed a telephone call to Trevian C. Cooty. 2. At 12.14 p.m., Harrison William Prescott Floyd, Trevian C. Cooty, Stephen Cliffgard Lee, and unindicted co-conspirator Individual 23, whose identity is known to the grand jury, participated in a four-way telephone call. 3. At 12.19 p.m., Scott Graham Hall placed a telephone call to Robert David Cheeley. 4. At 12.34 p.m., Scott Graham Hall placed a telephone call to Robert David Cheeley. 5. At 1.07 p.m., Robert David Cheeley placed a telephone call to Scott Graham Hall. 6. At 1.09 p.m., Robert David Cheeley placed a telephone call to Scott Graham Hall. 7. At 2.30 p.m., Robert David Cheeley placed a telephone call to Harrison William Prescott Floyd. 8. At 2.45 p.m., Harrison William Prescott Floyd placed a telephone call to Robert David Cheeley. 9. At 3.59 p.m., Robert David Cheeley placed a telephone call to Scott Graham Hall. 10. At 4.42 p.m., Stephen Cliffgard Lee placed a telephone call to Robert David Cheeley. 11. At 4.50 p.m., Stephen Cliffgard Lee placed a telephone call to Harrison William Prescott Floyd. 12. At 5.05 p.m., Stephen Cliffgard Lee placed a telephone call to Harrison William Prescott Floyd. 13. At 7.19 p.m., Trevian C. Cootie placed a telephone call to Robert David Cheeley. 14. 
At 7.48 p.m., Robert David Shealy placed a telephone call to Trevian C. Cooty. 15. At 8.27 p.m., Robert David Shealy placed a telephone call to Trevian C. Cooty. 16. At 8.49 p.m., Robert David Shealy placed a telephone call to Stephen Cliffgard Lee. 17. At 9.18 p.m., Scott Graham Hall placed a telephone call to Robert David Shealy. 18. At 9.31 p.m., Trevian C. Cootie placed a telephone call to Robert David Shealy. 19. At 10.14 p.m., Robert David Shealy placed a telephone call to Stephen Cliffgard Lee. 20. At 11.16 p.m., Robert David Shealy placed a telephone call to Trevian C. Cootie. 21. At 11.25 p.m., Scott Graham Hall placed a telephone call to Robert David Shealy. 22. At 11.35 p.m., Robert David Shealy, Trevian C. Cootie, and Scott Graham Hall participated in a three-way telephone call. 23. At 12.09 a.m. on January 6, 2021, Trevian C. Cootie placed a telephone call to Robert David Shealy. These were overt acts in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 128. On or about the 5th day of January 2021, Donald John Trump caused to be tweeted from the Twitter account at RealDonaldTrump, open quote, The vice president has the power to reject fraudulently chosen electors, close quote. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 129. On or about the 5th day of January 2021, John Charles Eastman met with Chief of Staff to the Vice President Mark Short and Counsel to the Vice President Greg Jacob for the purpose of requesting that Vice President Mike Pence reject slights of presidential electors from Georgia and certain other states during the joint session of Congress on January 6, 2021, the day prescribed by law for counting votes cast by the duly elected and qualified presidential electors from Georgia and the other states. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 130. On or about the 5th day of January 2021, Donald John Trump met with Vice President Mike Pence in the Oval Office at the White House. During the meeting, Donald John Trump stated that Pence had the power to decertify the November 3, 2020 presidential election results, that people cheated, and that Pence wanted to play by Marquis of Queensbury rules. When Pence stated that it was his duty to support and defend the Constitution and that only Congress had the power to decide to reject slates of presidential electors, Donald John Trump stated that Pence was naive, implied that he lacked courage, and stated that Pence was doing, open quote, a great disservice, period, close quote. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 131. On or about the 5th day of January 2021, Donald John Trump placed a telephone call to Vice President Mike Pence. During the telephone call, Donald John Trump and John Charles Eastman attempted to persuade Pence to reject slates of presidential electors or return the slates of presidential electors to state legislatures. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 132 
On or about the fifth day of January 2021, Donald John Trump placed a second telephone call to Vice President Mike Pence. During the telephone call, Donald John Trump asked Pence if he had received a copy of the letter from a group of Pennsylvania legislators urging Congress to return the state's electoral college votes and stated to Pence, quote, you gotta be tough tomorrow, close quote. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 133. On or about the fifth day of January 2021, Donald John Trump issued a statement through the Trump campaign that falsely stated, open quote, The vice president and I are in total agreement that the vice president has the power to act. Our vice president has several options under the U.S. Constitution. He can decertify the results or send them back to the states for change and certification. He can also decertify the illegal and corrupt results and send them to the House of Representatives for the one-vote-for-one-state tabulation. Close quote. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 134. On or about the 6th day of January 2021, Kathleen Alston Latham placed a telephone call to Scott Graham Hall. Several hours later, Scott Graham Hall placed a telephone call to Kathleen Alston Latham. During at least one of the telephone calls, they discussed Scott Graham Hall's request to assist with the unlawful breach of election equipment at the Coffee County Board of Elections and Registration Office in Coffee County, Georgia. These were overt acts in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 135 on or about the 6th day of January 2021, Donald John Trump appeared and spoke at a rally at the Ellipse in Washington, D.C. During the rally, Donald John Trump made false statements concerning fraud in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia and elsewhere, solicited Vice President Mike Pence to disrupt and delay the joint session of Congress on January 6, 2021, the day prescribed by law for counting votes cast by the duly elected and qualified presidential electors from Georgia and the other states, and encouraged those in attendance at the rally to march to the United States Capitol. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 136. On or about the 6th day of January 2021, Rudolph William Louis Giuliani appeared and spoke at the rally at the Ellipse in Washington, D.C., during the rally, Rudolph William Lewis Giuliani made false statements concerning fraud in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia and elsewhere and solicited Vice President Mike Pence to disrupt and delay the joint session of Congress on January 6, 2021, the day prescribed by law for counting votes cast by the duly elected and qualified presidential electors from Georgia and the other states. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 137. On or about the 6th day of January 2021, John Charles Eastman appeared and spoke at a rally at the Ellipse in Washington, D.C. 
During the rally, John Charles Eastman made false statements concerning fraud in the November 3, 2020 presidential election and solicited Vice President Mike Pence to disrupt and delay the joint session of Congress on January 6, 2021, the day prescribed by law for counting votes cast by the duly elected and qualified presidential electors from Georgia and the other states. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 138. On or about the 6th day of January 2021, Donald John Trump caused to be tweeted from the Twitter account at RealDonaldTrump, quote, If Vice President at Mike Pence comes through for us, we will win the presidency. Many states want to decertify the mistake they made in certifying incorrect and even fraudulent numbers in a process not approved by their state legislatures, which it must be. Mike can send it back, exclamation point, close quote. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 139. On or about the 6th day of January 2021, Donald John Trump caused to be tweeted from the Twitter account at RealDonaldTrump, quote, States want to correct their votes, which they now know were based on irregularities and fraud, plus corrupt process never received legislative approval. All Mike Pence has to do is send them back to the states, and in all caps, and we win. In regular type, do it, Mike. This is a time for extreme courage, exclamation point, close quote. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 140. On or about the 6th day of January 2021, Donald John Trump placed a telephone call to Vice President Mike Pence and solicited him to disrupt and delay the joint session of Congress on January 6, 2021, the day prescribed by law for counting votes cast by the duly elected and qualified presidential electors from Georgia and the other states. When Pence refused, Donald John Trump stated that Pence would, quote, go down as a wimp, close quote, and that Pence was not protecting the United States. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 141. On or about the 6th day of January 2021, John Charles Eastman sent an email to counsel to the vice president, Greg Jacob, that stated, quote, the Senate and House have both violated the Electoral Count Act this evening. They debated the Arizona objections for more than two hours. Violation of Title III, U.S. Code, Section 17. And the Vice President allowed further debate or statements by leadership after the question had been voted upon. Violation of Title III, U.S. Code, Section 17. And they had that debate upon motion approved by the Vice President in... Title III, U.S. Code, Section 15, that after the vote in the separate houses, they shall immediately meet again. So now that the precedent has been set that the Electoral Count Act is not quite so sacrosanct as was previously claimed, I implore you to consider one more relatively minor violation and adjourn for 10 days to allow the legislatures to finish their investigations, as well as to allow a full forensic audit of the massive amount of illegal activity that has occurred here. If none of that moves the needle, 
At least a good portion of the 75 million people who supported President Trump will have seen a process that allowed the illegality to be aired. Signed, John. Close quote. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 142. On or about the 7th day of January 2021, Kathleen Alston Latham sent a text message to the Chief Operations Officer of Sullivan Strickler, LLC, with the address for the Douglas Municipal Airport in Coffee County, Georgia, to coordinate picking up Scott Graham Hall from the airport and driving him to the Coffee County Board of Elections and Registration Office for the purpose of assisting with the unlawful breach of election equipment at the Coffee County Board of Elections and Registration Office. This was an act of racketeering activity under OCGA Section 16-14-3, subparagraph 5b, and an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 143. On or about the 7th day of January 2021, Scott Graham Hall and unindicted co-conspirator Individual 24, whose identity is known to the grand jury, flew from DeKalb Peachtree Airport in DeKalb County, Georgia, to Douglas Municipal Airport in Coffee County, Georgia, for the purpose of assisting with the unlawful breach of election equipment at the Coffee County Board of Elections and Registration Office. This was an act of racketeering activity under OCGA Section 16-14-3, subparagraph 5b, and an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 144. On or about the 7th day of January 2021, Sidney Catherine Powell, Kathleen Alston Latham, Scott Graham Hall, and Misty Hampton committed the felony offense of interference with primaries and elections in violation of OCGA Section 21-2-566 in Coffee County, Georgia, by willfully and unlawfully tampering with electronic ballot markers and tabulating machines in Coffee County, Georgia. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 145 on or about the 7th day of January 2021, Sidney Catherine Powell, Kathleen Alston Latham, Scott Graham Hall, and Misty Hampton committed the felony offense of unlawful possession of ballots in violation of OCGA Section 21-2-574 in Coffee County, Georgia, by causing certain members of the conspiracy who were not officers charged by law with the care of ballots and who were not persons entrusted by any such officer with the care of ballots for a purpose required by law to possess official ballots outside of the polling place in Coffee County, Georgia. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 146. On or about the 7th day of January 2021, Sidney Catherine Powell, Kathleen Alston Latham, Scott Graham Hall, and Misty Hampton committed the felony offense of computer theft in violation of OCGA Section 16-9-93, subparagraph A, in Coffee County, Georgia, by using a computer with knowledge that such use was without authority and with the intention of taking and appropriating information, data, and software, the property of Dominion Voting Systems Corporation in Coffee County, Georgia. 
This was an act of racketeering activity under OCGA Section 16-14-3, subparagraph 5A, Roman numeral 19, and an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 147. On or about the 7th day of January 2021, Sidney Catherine Powell, Kathleen Alston Latham, Scott Graham Hall, and Misty Hampton committed the felony offense of computer trespass in violation of OCGA Section 16-9-93, subparagraph B, in Coffee County, Georgia, by using a computer with knowledge that such use was without authority and with the intention of removing voter data and Dominion Voting Systems Corporation data from said computer in Coffee County, Georgia. This was an act of racketeering activity under OCGA Section 16-14-3, subparagraph 5A, Roman numeral 19, and an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 148. On or about the 7th day of January 2021, Sidney Catherine Powell, Kathleen Alstom Latham, Scott Graham Hall, and Misty Hampton committed the felony offense of computer invasion of privacy in violation of OCGA Section 16-9-93, subparagraph C, in Coffee County, Georgia, by using the computer with the intention of examining personal voter data with knowledge that such examination was without authority. This was an act of racketeering activity under OCGA Section 16-14-3, subparagraph 5A, Roman numeral 19, and an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 149. On or between the 6th day of December 2020 and the 7th day of January 2021, Sidney Catherine Powell, Kathleen Alston Latham, Scott Graham Hall, and Misty Hampton committed the felony offense of conspiracy to defraud the state in violation of OCGA Section 16-10-21 in Coffee County, Georgia, by unlawfully conspiring and agreeing to commit theft of voter data, property which was under the control of Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, a state officer, in his official capacity. This was an act of racketeering activity under OCGA Section 16-14-3, subparagraph 5b, and an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 150. On or about the ninth day of January 2021, the 10th day of January 2021, the 11th day of January 2021, in the 13th day of January 2021, unindicted co-conspirator, individual 25, whose identity is known to the grand jury, unlawfully accessed certain data copied from Dominion Voting Systems equipment in the Coffee County Board of Elections and Registration Office in Coffee County, Georgia, by downloading said data from a server maintained by Sullivan Strickler, LLC. This was an act of racketeering activity under OCGA Section 16-14-3, subparagraph 5b, in an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 151. On or about the 9th day of January 2021, the 10th day of January 2021, the 11th day of January 2021, the 18th day of January 2021, 
in the 19th day of January 2021, unindicted co-conspirator Individual 26, whose identity is unknown to the grand jury, unlawfully accessed certain data copied from Dominion Voting Systems equipment at the Coffee County Board of Elections and Registration Office in Coffee County, Georgia, by downloading said data from a server maintained by Sullivan Strickler, LLC. This was an act of racketeering activity under OCGA Section 16-14-3, subparagraph 5b, at an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 152. On or about the 10th day of January 2021, the 12th day of January 2021, the 13th day of January 2021, the 25th day of February 2021, and the 26th day of February 2021, unindicted co-conspirator Individual 27, whose identity is unknown to the grand jury, unlawfully accessed certain data copied from Dominion Voting Systems equipment at the Coffee County Board of Elections and Registration Office in Coffee County, Georgia, by downloading said data from a server maintained by Sullivan Strickler, LLC. This was an act of racketeering activity under OCGA Section 16-14-3, Subparagraph 5b, and an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 153. On or about the 13th day of January 2021, unindicted co-conspirator Individual 28, whose identity is known to the grand jury, unlawfully accessed certain data copied from Dominion Voting Systems equipment at the Coffee County Board of Elections and Registration Office in Coffee County, Georgia, by downloading said data from a server maintained by Sullivan Strickler, LLC. This was an act of racketeering activity under OCGA Section 16-14-3, subparagraph 5b, and an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 154. On or about the 18th day of January 2021, Misty Hampton allowed unindicted co-conspirators Individual 25 and Individual 29, whose identities are known to the grand jury, to access non-public areas of the Coffee County Board of Elections and Registration Office in Coffee County, Georgia, and facilitated their access to Dominion Voting Systems equipment. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 155. On or about the 22nd day of April 2021, unindicted co-conspirator, Individual 28, whose identity is known to the grand jury, sent an email to the Chief Operations Officer of Sullivan Strickler, LLC, directing him to transmit all data copied from Dominion Voting Systems equipment at the Coffee County Board of Elections and Registration Office in Coffee County, Georgia, to unindicted co-conspirator Individual 30, whose identity is known to the grand jury, an attorney associated with Sidney Catherine Powell and the Trump campaign. This was an act of racketeering activity under OCGA Section 16-14-3, subparagraph 5b, and an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 156. On or about the 17th day of September 2021, 
Donald John Trump committed the felony offense of solicitation of violation of oath by public officer in violation of OCGA Section 16-4-7 and Section 16-10-1 in Fulton County, Georgia, by unlawfully soliciting, requesting, and importuning Georgia's Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, a public officer, to engage in conduct constituting the felony offense a violation of oath by public officer, OCGA Section 16-10-1, by unlawfully, quote, decertifying the election, or whatever the correct legal remedy is, and announce the true winner, close quote, in willful and intentional violation of the terms of the oath of said person as prescribed by law, with intent that said person engage in said conduct. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 157. On or about the 17th day of September 2021, Donald John Trump committed the felony offense of false statements and writings in violation of OCGA Section 16-10-20 in Fulton County, Georgia, by knowingly, willfully, and unlawfully making the following false statement and representation to Georgia's Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger. 1. Open quote. As stated to you previously, the number of false and or irregular votes is far greater than needed to change the Georgia election result, close quote. Said statement being within the jurisdiction of the Office of the Georgia Secretary of State in the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, Departments and Agencies of State Government, and County and City Law Enforcement Agencies. This was an act of racketeering activity under OCGA Section 16-14-3, subparagraph 5A, Roman numeral 22, and an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 158. On or about the 25th day of April 2022, David James Schaefer committed the felony offense of false statements and writings in violation of OCGA Section 16-10-20 in Fulton County, Georgia, by knowingly, willfully, and unlawfully making at least one of the following false statements and representations in the presence of Fulton County District Attorney's Office investigators. 1. That he, open quote, attended and convened, close quote, the December 14, 2020 meeting of Trump presidential elector nominees in Fulton County, Georgia, but that he did not, quote, call each of the individual members and notify them of the meeting or make any of the preparations necessary for the meeting, close quote. Two, that a court reporter was not present at the December 14, 2020 meeting of Trump presidential elector nominees in Fulton County, Georgia. Statements being within the jurisdiction of the Fulton County District Attorney's Office, a department and agency of the government of a county of this state, this was an act of racketeering activity under OCGA Section 16-14-3, subparagraph 5A, Roman numeral 22, and an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 159. On or about the 7th day of May 2022, 
Sidney Catherine Powell made at least one of the following false statements and representations in a sworn deposition with the United States House of Representatives Select Committee to investigate the January 6 attack at the United States Capitol. One, that she, quote, didn't have any role in really setting up, unquote, efforts to access voting machines in Coffee County, Georgia, or Antrim County, Michigan. Two, that she was aware there was an, open quote, effort by some people, close quote, to get access to voting machines in Georgia, but that she did not, open quote, know what happened with that, close quote, and did not, open quote, remember whether that was Rudy or other folks, close quote. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 160. On or about the first day of September 2022, Kathleen Alston Latham committed the felony offense of perjury in violation of OCGA Section 16-10-70A in Houston County, Georgia, by knowingly, willfully, and unlawfully making at least one of the following false statements in a deposition in the matter of Curling v. Raffensberger. Case 117-CV-02989-AT at the United States District Court for the Northern District of Georgia, a judicial proceeding after having been administered a lawful oath. 1. That she was only present at the Coffee County Board of Elections and Registration Office in Coffee County, Georgia, for, quote, just a few minutes, close quote, on January 7, 2021. 2. That she only, quote, walked into the front part, close quote, of the Georgia County Board of Elections and Registration Office on January 7, 2021, and, quote, didn't go into the office, close quote. 3. That she had, quote, no idea, close quote, if employees of Sullivan Strickler met Eric Cheney at the Coffee County Board of Elections and Registration Office on January 7, 2021. 4. That she did not see Misty Hampton at the Coffee County Board of Elections and Registration Office on January 7, 2021. 5. That her only interaction with Scott Hall at the Coffee County Board of Elections and Registration Office on January 7, 2021, was meeting him, speaking to him outside the office, and then leaving the office. 6. That she did not see Scott Hall speak to anyone other than herself at the Coffee County Board of Elections and Registration Office on January 7, 2021 said statements being material to the accused's own involvement in the January 7, 2021 unlawful breach of election equipment at the Coffee County Board of Elections and Registration Office and to the accused communication with others involved, the issues in question. This was an act of racketeering activity under OCGA Section 16-14-3, subparagraph 5A, Roman numeral 25, and an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 161. On or about the 15th day of September 2022, Robert David Cheeley committed the felony offense of perjury 
in violation of OCGA Section 16-10-70A in Fulton County, Georgia, by knowingly, willfully, and unlawfully making at least one of the following false statements before the Fulton County Special Purpose Grand Jury, a judicial proceeding after having been administered a lawful oath. 1. That he was unaware of the December 14, 2020 meeting of Trump presidential elector nominees in Fulton County, Georgia, until after the meeting had already taken place. 2. That he had no substantive conversations with anyone concerning the December 14, 2020 meeting of Trump presidential elector nominees in Fulton County, Georgia, until after the meeting had already taken place. 3. That he never suggested to anyone that the Trump presidential elector nominees in Georgia should meet on December 14, 2020. 4. That the only communication he had with John Eastman concerning the November 3, 2020 presidential election was for the purpose of connecting Eastman to Georgia Senator Brandon Beach and unindicted co-conspirator Individual 8, whose identity is known to the grand jury for possible legal representation. 5. That he never worked to connect John Eastman with any Georgia legislators other than Georgia Senator Brandon Beach and unindicted co-conspirator Individual 8, whose identity is known to the grand jury. Said statements being material to the accused's own involvement in the December 14, 2020 meeting of Trump presidential elector nominees in Fulton County, Georgia, and to the accused's communication with others involved in the meeting, the issues in question. This was an act of racketeering activity under OCGA Section 16-14-3, subparagraph 5A, Roman numeral 25, and an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. The acts set forth above were committed in furtherance of the conspiracy alleged above and had the same and similar intents, results, accomplices, victims, and methods of commission and otherwise were interrelated by distinguishing characteristics and were not isolated events. This concludes Part 1. I'm Ralph Morocco.